It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring the Fillmore's finest, Monte Hill. <laughs> Just got to snap it and get down, and it'll be over. 17-point comeback complete. Burkhardt on a call for Fox Sports. I'm trying to give it to y'all, Roasters. I truly am. But I'm exhausted. Shasky's exhausted. We're going to try to power our way through four hours a day as the Niners become the first team in NFL history to be down 17 or more points at the half in a championship game and come back and win it. Unbelievable. Purdy Magic, Shanahan, Debo, Kittle, Juszczyk, Ayuk, Fred Warner, and Greenlaw, and Nick Bosa showed his ass up when you needed him. What a win. We're going back to the Super Bowl. Oh, Shasky, what a game. What a game, what a game, what a game at Levi Stadium yesterday. I don't even know where to start. Like, I, I, I literally don't even know where to start, but I, I will start right here. We need this. Like, Niner fans, this community, this city, this team, we fell short three times, you know, two times in the NFC Championship game. Two times in a row. We, we needed this. We're a half away from Spiritually, I felt broken at halftime. <laughs> I was thinking, is this going to be another opportunity where a core of guys, as I'm watching Bryant Young go up there, as I'm watching Frank Gore go up there and, and hit the foghorn at halftime, after Journey played, and no one cared. Okay, nobody cared that Journey was playing because we were down 17 at the half. Right. I, I was thinking we're going to have an entire offseason of quarterback just meh, from Kirk Cousins to drafting someone to God knows what, to Brady coming out of retirement, to the offseason of, huh, you got to fire Shanahan, Wilkes, bring in Belichick, bring in Bill Walsh's ghost. Like it was going to be, it was going to be one of the longest, most difficult offseasons maybe of my lifetime. And I was going to watch another core get as close as they could and not get over the hump. Now, look, we got a big game that we get to celebrate, and it's amazing. It's one of the most improbable games with my team pulled it out that I can ever remember. Uh, so they, the were getting dominated they were getting in the first out. half. Bonte, they were out-schemed, out-hit, yeah. out-coached, out-matched, out-physicaled. They were getting out-ran. I watched Jamison Williams jog off the field faster than our guys were sprinting. <laughs> I was watching their offensive line get anything that they wanted anything. on the edges. Anything. Anything. Edges? What about up the middle? I mean, Jameer Gibbs. They were running up the A-gaps. Jameer Gibbs looked... And, and I'm not, I don't say this lightly. I watched LaDainian Tomlinson score five touchdowns against the Niners at Candlestick, and I thought that was one of the greatest, most dynamic, explosive, juke-riddled performances from a running back I had ever seen. Todd Gurley was amazing in his prime. I watched Jameer Gibbs. I go, he's as explosive and as dynamic as LaDainian Tomlinson. And I don't say that lightly. And then he fumbled. 
Then he fumbled. Whoa. I couldn't believe the sequence of events and how quickly they turned it around. That third quarter is going to go down in the history of 49er football as you one know, of the greatest fourth, uh, third quarter playoff performances ever. You know, I when can't I think about it. that game yesterday, and I'm starting to think about it now, to me, I look at the Golden State Warriors, and it really had a lot of game six vibes at OKC. That's today. a great call. You know, because you're on the brink. You're on the brink. And the Warriors had no business winning that basketball game. Clay tops his gold nuclear. Steph Curry throws up the seven. You're going back to game seven to Oracle Arena. You're at your deathbed. You're basically at your own funeral. And that's what I felt like in the first half of the 49ers. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, damn, this is how we're going to go out. Is this how we're going to go out? I started sitting down, and I was exasperated. Because the Lions were going down the field at the end of the first half, looking to go up 28-7. to And Jared Goff, as good as he was yesterday... He missed that throw to Gibbs, right? In the back of the end zone, Warner gets beat in the zone. He looks at Gibbs. Gibbs is so fast. He's right in the middle of the field. There's no safeties there. Goff misses him. He misses him. Then he hits Gibbs on the screen. He catches the ball on the ground at the 10-yard line. Gets up and still gets to the 2-yard line. And almost scored. And almost scored. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, is Dan Campbell going to go for it? He makes the right decision. They go up 24-7, to but Levi Stadium was dead. It was all live fans in there. Dead. They were singing their touchdown song. They were chanting Jared Goff. They were chanting defense. And I'm all around this Honolulu blue. And I'm thinking to myself, is this how we're going to go out? Is this how Shanahan and company's going to go out tonight? And you're right. The whole offseason stuff. I was in a bad place, and that's where, you know, we, we joked last week. I said, man, I haven't prayed in years, and you oh, go to church and whatnot. I went to go pray. Oh, you, I swear I swear to God. You and, prayed. And I had no idea, and it was – and then the third quarter goes, I look at this picture. And it was me praying. I sat there in my seat for a good 90 seconds with my eyes closed, talking to the Lord upstairs saying, if there's anything you can do for me. And I'm not saying that's why they won the game because that's ridiculous. But I sat there and closed my eyes because – I sat there and closed my eyes because, Shasky, I said there's no way they could go out there like that and let Detroit come into Levi Stadium and blow us out like that. And the Niners came out in the third quarter and kicked the field goal. And it was a little disappointing, but I loved the up-tempo. I loved the up-tempo on that first drive. that Dude, crowd. I loved the up-tempo on that first drive in the third yes. quarter. And then, to me, the biggest play of the game, the biggest play of the game, fourth and two. Lines up two touchdowns. Now, they could have kicked the field goal and gone up 17 points. Which is what I thought they should have done. But this is how they play. This is what Dan Campbell does. This is what Ben Johnson does. And you know what, Chasky? To have that fourth and two, they were going for the kill. And I understand that. But at that point, at that point, they had 168 rushing yards to the 49ers' 45. They're getting anything they want. Anything they want. And I'm thinking, boy, if they just run the ball, they're averaging seven yards a carry up into that point. Seven yards a carry gets our front four, the most expensive defensive line in all of football. And they passed it. Now, it was a great call because it hit Reynolds right in the hands. He drops it. And all of a sudden, Levi's woke up. A hundred percent. And then the fluke to Ayuk is what Mark Randy said yesterday, the Grandy man. The fluke to Ayuk on one of the most okay. memorable postseason plays, a la Lin Swan. It was incredible. And that place erupted, and the Niners never looked back. All right, so there's so many things I got to unpack here. All right, let's start here. Thank you for becoming a child of God. <laughs> I'm wearing my rosary beads today in honor of you, B, praying yesterday, because this is what I do, all right? Now, we were supposed to go to church in the morning, right. and I was supposed to put my little money in the donation pot for St. Cecilia's, and Michelle made me clean the house in the morning, and I ended up not doing it, but... I am so glad you found Christ right before that second half started because 
Hey, with Jesus, everything is possible. <laughs> the is. catch Brandon Ayuk made, that should have been an interception. Helps angels we can all admit it. Right? Like, we can all admit, they got incredibly lucky. <laughs> but the dexterity and the hand-eye coordination to come down with that pass. B, I watched him throw it, and you have the same angle as yep. me. And I go, oh, my God, he's throwing it too far. Yeah, he's I throwing know. it too I far. Know. He's not even close. <laughs> he's going to pick not even it. close. And there was a couple of balls, one-on-one <laughs> -on -one in the first half, where he had Ayuk, and he completely overthrew Ayuk. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, it's going to be intercepted. Bonte, the fact that he caught that ball and then they and then the touchdown pass was incredible. Right, because, because that was on the third down. That was a tight window. Right. It was a tight window. It was and, a tight window. And you're gonna face a fourth down and with shit ahead. Do you go for it? Do you not I, go for it? Be, I, I I'm telling you, I've been to a lot of sporting <laughs> events. Yeah. I've been to the game three, game four for yeah. Steph Curry, you know, against Boston. I've been to so many playoff games for the San Francisco Giants that have all been epic. You know, they all stand on their own. That was as good of a stadium feel as a fan I can ever remember that I've ever had going to a game. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's better than this. I've no, been no, so, no, 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 I've no. missed one 49er home playoff game in my life, in my adult life, okay, since about 98. I've missed one, and it was last week against Green Bay. That environment was as good. And as ruckus, and as loud, and as awesome, my ears are still ringing as any sporting event I've ever been to. It, the Detroit fans deserve a ton of credit, oh, but I, Niner I fans were off the hook. Hey, that third quarter run was, was kind of like a Warriors run, right? The whole dub nation, the whole dub. We're uh, exhausted. I mean, we're we're so. I mean, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Media for Christ's sake. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. No, yeah, we're 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 jacked up here. Listen. Quietly, <laughs> quietly, 100%. quietly, the Niners are undefeated at Levi Stadium in playoff games. They're now six and zero at Levi Stadium in playoff games. Go figure. Quietly, and, and I know, and I know a lot oh of people are saying, God. but see, I was a little disappointed. I sent out a tweet, and I, I shouldn't call out fans because I understand everybody's under f different financial circumstances. But I was legit disappointed that there were so many live fans in the building, and my thing was. Listen, man, we pay for season tickets and we pay for these games, but you don't get opportunities to host <laughs> NFC title totally games agree. every single year. Totally and agree. I get that. Um, you know, you may have to sell these tickets and it may be a double up for you. It may pay for your season season tickets. I get all that. Me personally, I'm just thinking to myself, I got to be there for title games. I got to be there for playoff games. They don't happen every single season. So that was disappointing. But boy, did the Niner fans show up in that third quarter and help lift them. And you know what? For a much ridicule, as much ridicule of the game, Steve Wilkes yeah. at halftime and that defense, because they were they were just getting mollywhopped. I mean, Ben Johnson, Dan Campbell, Jared Goff were just in their back. They were doing whatever they wanted to do. Porter is ridiculous. Jamison Williams. I mean, the first drive. They <laughs> come out there. Him? Dude, they come out there first touch? drive. And, and a minute 42 later, it's 7 nothing. And I'm saying, wait, who's a veteran-savvy team? Oh, they who's a like, team that's been here before? They out-physicaled us, out-hit us, out-schemed us. They were out-speeding us. They dominated the first half. Penny Sewell has a chance oh. to be one of the best right tackles in pro football history. The nastiness He's he plays with. Incredible. The first play of the game, they do a little pitch play I know. with David Montgomery. And he decletes Traverius Ward. And later on in the game, he decletes Terry Brown and points at him. I thought that Jared Goff was in his bag, too. He had a clean pocket. Yeah. He was hitting anything he wanted. He had layered throws. I mean, until the end. I got to give credit, though, because, B, you know, we, we crushed this guy a lot. I thought Nick Bosa brought it in that second I, yeah, half. Yeah, I brought that up. I yeah. thought he brought it, man. Yeah, he I, turned it around. I, 
You know, turned it around. Like as much as I crushed this guy for the last month, you know, I got to give him credit. He was playing like a man possessed at the end. No, he outplayed Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, thank you. When we needed him. When we needed him, Nick Bosa played his ass off. But you and know what? Drake Greenlaw gave his Drake, body. Drake, Drake Greenlaw. I, I, you know, they were showing Willis and Bowman at halftime. Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm I saw highlights. that. Yeah, yeah. I, and, I you love know, that. And look, Willis and Bowman are, are just two. When I think of guys who gave their body to the sport and to the fans, those are two guys that immediately popped mm-hmm. in my head. Keena Turner, Ronnie Lott. Mm-hmm. Like, there are certain guys. Bill Romanowski. Yep. Pierce Holt. Like, there are certain guys that I think Gary of. Plummer. Just, Gary Plummer. Just, I'm yeah, giving just, you every ounce I have. Right. Dre Greenlaw hit Laporta so hard he knocked himself I out know, of the game. I know. It was. I watching that back last night. Because I so I, I start watching the game back. 57 is one of my favorites I, I of start, all time. Greg Olson, by the way, Greg Olson got the meet up before the game. Yeah. He just said. I saw hey, Greg, you on the side. Yeah, yeah, by I, the way. I said, Greg, I said, Greg, Greg, what's up, man? Bonte Hill, you came out with Shasky and I morning. He goes, yes, that's right, you guys. He goes, anytime you want me. Anytime you want me, you got me. Thanks so much. Him on the broadcast yesterday. Anytime you say. He was on fire. He was on fire, calling it like it is. And I drew Greenlaw hit. I said, oh my gosh. Oh, Drake Greenlaw got up and he looked like the soul had been knocked out of him. And and but but the timing on some of these hits, and look, Fred Warner, everyone's losing their mind. Miss tackles. Dog, these guys are battle tested yes. champions. They could have folded in that first half. And have. to come back the way that they did. And well, now we have we haven't even got to it. The game flipped in the second half. We could talk about arm and arm and right. angles and this and that. Brock Purdy's legs, well, the three scrambles on third down for 52 yards, changed the game. Well, Changed the game for the offense and was that extra little, can you make a play when no play is there to be had? And Brock did it. And then he doesn't just slide. He's diving forward for a first down on the one. And we're all saying the same thing. Get down! Get nah. down! And he did like a John Elway style. I'm leaning my shoulder in. Brock may not have the most physical gifts in the world, but God damn it, that guy's got balls of steel. He's as courageous as they come. And I'll go to war with that guy 13 any freaking day. Purdy magic is what we're calling it purdy magic because in the first half it was not good he was not magical he looked terrible 7 to 15 93 yards a 39 pass 39.0 passer rating jerk off outplayed him he was erratic and then even in the third quarter he threw across his butt <laughs> i mean he threw to jawad jenny's oh one head God. and greg olson said <laughs> He broke a million rules on that play. <laughs> Throw it across his body, almost got back Jenny's over killed. the middle of the field. And in three plays later, almost got Jenny's <laughs> killed, throwing high on the, deep on the one. crossing yes, route. Yes. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, boy, Brock Purdy, you're going you're gonna to have us all guzzling Pepto-Bismol. Legit. I'm getting physically ill here. But that young man, <laughs> that young man is so incredible. He finishes uh, throwing 267, 267 yards passing, a touchdown. The no huddle, I thought, to start the third quarter was very, totally changed agree. everything. And he got Debo involved. The corner route to George Kittle, nice little rainbow throw. Brock Purdy in back-to-back playoff games. We've seen it now against Dallas. We've seen it against Green Bay. And we've seen it last night against the Detroit Lions. In the second half, this guy, he's got a clutch gene. I'm sorry. I don't care what he is. I don't care what Ryan Clark says today. I don't care what Nick Wright says today. I don't care what anybody has to say about my guy, Brock Purdy. I don't know what he's going to be in the future. I really don't care. But right now for this team, he is perfect for this football team. He's got Shanahan's trust. And you know what? When we needed him to make a play, 
He made play after play after play when we had to have it. And the Niners go on a 27 nothing run in that second half? And, and I, it's just incredible. I've never seen anything like it. I, I've, I've been going to games my whole life. Bonte, I've never, even the New York Giant game, it was like, it, we were like, you right. know, fighting back and fighting back and fighting back to come back. The Atlanta game, when they went down to Atlanta and fought back. But the way that game flipped in five minutes, five minutes, it did have a warrior feel to it. We're like, oh, here comes the tornado. Right. It, it, it just started snowballing. Now, it kept snowballing and snowballing and snowballing and snowballing. It was unbelievable. Now, you, you say that they've been aggressive all year, Dan Campbell and the Lions. And I want to shout out my boy Della. Drunk John Della gets in the car. He goes, and this is his line. I'm stealing it. He goes, Dan Campbell managed that game like he was at Chico State playing Madden off of six high noons, going for it at every single turn like he was me back in the day. What do you know the situation? Bate, there's a time where you got to dress street, and there's a time where you got to dress up. You know what I mean? And you got to know the setting. You're up two touchdowns. The Niners kicked that field goal. They got a little tiny bit of momentum. It's a two-score game. You take the three points. But you turn it into a three-score game. You know what? I, I just That's, you know what, that's just me. You know what, though? You're on the road. This is how you play. This is how you're aggressive. This is how you got here. You're going for the knockout blow. The 49ers were reeling. I, reeling. They had no answers for them. You're averaging seven yards a carry at that point. I had, no I had no problem. No, that's a long field goal, too. 47 yards. There's no doubt. 47 and yards. And, and that, kicker, and that kicker was erratic all year for the line. I, so, you know what? I, I, I disagree I have no. I have no problem with him going for it right there in that situation. Now, do I have a problem with the play call? I thought he would run it right up the middle with David Montgomery, get the two yards. They were averaging seven yards a carry at that point. And then, if you think about the play, it was executed correctly until Reynolds dropped it. It hit him right in the hands, and he dropped it. He dropped it. But, so, I got no problem with that. He catches the ball. They get a first and 10. Levi Stadium is dead. They go in for a score. Game over. Not a second fourth down. When they're down 27 24, I thought it was more egregious. I had no problem with the first one. Okay. You're still up to yeah, see, I disagree with see, you on yeah, that. That's I, fine. That's disagree. fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I thought... Go for it right there. I had no problem with it. it hit Riddle to the heads. Your receiver's got to make a play. <laughs> it's fourth down money time. You hit him right in the head. Jerichoff made a great throw. Hit him right in the head. He dropped it. Now, the second one, you got to tie the football game up. You have to tie the game up. And Golf got a little skittish on that play. He got a little skittish. So, look, we can count our lucky stars. We can count our blessings. We make it through Green Bay. We make it through Detroit. It's all about surviving and advancing. And now you get a shot. At Patrick Mahomes. We talked about all season long. To be the man, you got to beat the man. In the NFC, it was the Philadelphia Eagles who were the man. Well, they destroyed them on December 3rd to take over the NFC. Now we got to beat the other man. And he may be the greatest man to ever put on a helmet and a pair of shoulder pads, and it's Patrick Mahomes. But we'll get there. We'll figure out a way to beat Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. But we've got a long way to go. We're going to celebrate this NFC Championship game. We're going to celebrate Shanahan and company going to the Super Bowl out in Las Vegas at the Raiders Stadium. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. Woo! Where are Niner fans? Oh, they're here. They're on the lines waiting. 888-957-9570. It's a Monster Monday brought to you by First 5 California. To learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress, go to first5california.com. Good morning to all the graveyard shift workers, all the overnight dancers, all the Niner faithful, all the cops, all the highway patrol. It was rocking yesterday down at Levi's Stadium, and much respect to the Detroit Lions fans. That's a classy fan base. I shook a lot of hands yesterday with those Lions fans and said, you know what? 
You got nothing to be ashamed about. Yeah, one hell of a season, and they're not going anywhere, folks. Well, They'll be back next season, I mean, but they got to lick their wounds, and they're having a tough Monday if as any, we advance. If any fan base knows how difficult it is to pick yourself off the ground and get back to where you were the year before, I think Niner fans know. <laughs> I have a new appreciation for how difficult it is just to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, no Bowl. doubt. What's coming up on the game brought to you by Fremont Bank Full Service Banking. No compromises is your phone calls, 888-957-9570. YouTube and Twitch, I see you. Brought to you by First Norcal Credit Union. The smart choice. For low auto low rates, a super simple online application process. We're going to get through this, folks. What a game yesterday, Levi Stadium. What a magical game. Purdy magic. Shanahan not wilting. Steve Wilkes and making the adjustments in the second half. The defense showing up in the second half. Nick Balsa and your premium players balled out. Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. I'm sorry. We don't win that game without Debo yesterday. Thank God he suited up. We're going to get your calls on the other side. Niners are going back to the bowl, baby. And we're going to talk all about it all day long here at 95-7 The Game.